Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. To you, our discerning and loyal listeners. All right, we're starting off with our festive season series. And today I've got one of my old friends, a good friend of the program, Kofi SL, you, you know Director, Industrial Support Services Directorate of the Food and Drugs Authority. Yeah, today we're taking a look at food safety. It's an everyday issue. But of course, we want to hit on it and emphasize it during the festive period. Some say from farm to fork, planter to plate, Processing, handling, storage of food and food products is a very, very significant health issue. If you have any questions, concerns, share with me. WhatsApp is 055-111997. We're live on Facebook and YouTube, Ultimate Health on Joy 99.7 FM. Uncle Kofi. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. It's been ladies. Ah, it's been a while. You're refusing to grow. I'm refusing to grow. No. <laughs> Charlie, you don't want me to report the aches and pains, huh? <laughs> Sincere apologies for keeping you waiting, and I'm most grateful that you agreed to join us in the studio today. Thank you very much. Yeah, we haven't it's had always you, a pleasure yeah, to, we, to we be here. We haven't had you here since uh, a little after COVID. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Right? Yeah. You haven't been here uh, for a while, so we'll baptize you small. So you're most, <laughs> you're most welcome. Thank you very much. Um, yeah, for many people, when they hear food sta- safety, uh, many things come up in their mind. But I was introducing the topic, uh, suggesting that the processing, the handling, and the storage of food could introduce many, many, many challenges that could be uh, a threat to our health and well-being. So I'm grateful that we have you in the studio to go through with us. Right. Yeah. But yeah, for the benefit of our listeners, when we say food safety... Uh, what kind of things come under that umbrella? Well, thank you very much. And uh, let me take this opportunity to also say hello to your cherished listeners, uh, mm. those who have patronized this product for this program for all these years. Uh, yes, it's true. I've been off for some time. But I'm happy to be back. Yeah. And uh, coming back, discussing this very topic, it's very dear to my heart because... Uh, I, I speak food safety, I sleep food safety, I walk food safety. Mm. It's been something that I enjoy doing. Um, and that is what I'm trained to do. Right. Um, to draw attention to it. And so my operations at the FDA, industrial support, basically, if you take the food component of it, uh, the essence of Food and Drugs Authority's responsibility or mandate is to make sure that what people are consuming is safe. Right. All right. So, food safety generally will refer to all the practices involved in handling of food, like you mentioned, from farm to fork, right from preparation of the soil, getting your planting material ready, if you are dealing with crops, Mm -hmm. 
up to the point where you harvest, up to the point where you transport, either you're processing it further, right, until the time that the food is consumed. There are so many players along the line, and there are so many activities that you will encounter in between. Mm. Now, everything that has to be done to ensure that the final product that is consumed will not impact negatively on the health of the consumer. Right. Okay. Come into this enterprise we call, or come under this enterprise we call uh, food safety food management. Safety food management. safety. Right. So basically, food safety is a concept, all right, that ensures that food, when used as prescribed, mm -hmm. will not impact any negative right. health. It should nourish uh, the body. It should nourish the body. Not harm the body. Not harm the body. Right. Okay. Yes. So, um, where we fail to observe any of the factors that will lead to introduction of what we call food safety hazards. Right. Uh, it, it will lend itself to the food not becoming safe okay. uh, for consumption. Right. And like I mentioned, you have several individuals who play several roles. Individuals, stakeholders. In, yes, including, including the consumer. Right. Because you can be served with a very good food. Right. All right? But you fail to read labeling information. Okay. The labeling information says that once opened, keep refrigerated and consume within three days. Right. If you fail to observe it, and remember I said, when used as prescribed. Okay. Okay? So if you, the consumer, even fail to observe those instructions, mm -hmm. you render the food becoming unsafe okay. for consumption. Right. And so you, the consumer also has a role to play. So each of us has Every one of us. a stake in this whole process. Sure. This enterprise we call food safety management. Sure. Okay. Right. Now, you are coming to us from the Food and Drugs Authority, now authority, right? And we yeah. must respect your authority. But this is a very broad, wide spectrum of activities that may impact uh, in this case, negatively on the safety of the food, on the safety of the consumer, so on and so forth. Right. Does the, I know you have stakeholders and partners, does the FDA oversee or have jurisdiction over the full uh, spectrum that we just described? Are you responsible for uh, checking what's happening when it's uh, re with regard to planting? preparation and all that or i know there's ministry of food and agriculture and so on and so forth so i'm just trying to give us the for you to give us the domain right and then to zero in on the domain that you operate in as the fda well thank you very much i think this is the reason why nations um Joy, world over developed economies uh middle level economies and all that trying to focus on uh, specialization right all right so if you take the the entire spectrum of food uh, production right whether fish farming or whether it is about animal husbandry mm -hmm. crop production there are several players right. okay and one entity will not be able to do all that okay if you even take Ghana for example I can mention Enjoy. on top of my head about three or four agencies mm -hmm. The Food and Rust Authority, the Ministry of Local Government and Rural Development, okay. Ministry of Food and Agriculture, Ghana Standards Authority. Right. Okay. All have rules to play, different rules to play. Okay. Veterinary Services right. Directorate. Directorate. Uh, PPRS, the Plant Protection Regulatory Services. Okay. Every one of us 
have certain role to play mm -hmm. in this enterprise. And therefore, um, it is for us to be able to identify which areas we have expertise okay. and what we are supposed to do where. Mm -hmm. And that is the reason why, like I mentioned, uh, uh, that countries are specializing. And so you have what we call the food safety policy. Mm -hmm. Currently, we have the national food safety policy. Now, the food safety policy defines the various entities or defines the entire food, food okay. production spectrum, right? right? And identifies all the stakeholders and what each stakeholder each is supposed, supposed to, to, do. to do. Under the policy. Under the policy. Right. So if you take primary production, let us take, say, uh, crop production. Mm -hmm. There is somebody responsible for plant, uh, ensuring the safety of the planting material. Right. All right. And so you have entities under Ministry of Food and Agriculture, okay. the Plant Protection Regulatory Services, through the uh, extension services. Mm -hmm. They will ensure that the planting material that you're using are safe planting materials. Mm -hmm. The issues about vet, uh, agrochemicals use mm -hmm. will come under them okay. because you remember that. If you abuse agrochemicals, they will end up in the in the, in, in in your harvest, and eventually that product will end up on the tables of the consumer. All right. So who controls which agrochemicals come in? Okay. FDA certainly is not responsible for that. Okay. Okay. And then who applies agrochemicals? How should the agrochemicals be right. applied? So that's where we have that is all where, Extension officers, extension officers right. helping the farmers okay. to do all these things. Mm -hmm. All right. Now, when there is the product even harvested, okay, somebody transports the product into, into onto the market. Okay. All right. Someone will have to make sure that the transporting entities right. or the transporting uh, what do you call it bodies will ensure that the products are transported under the right conditions and all that. Okay. I will admit that. So in this that, instance, for example, if it's supposed to be at a certain temperature. Yes, right. I will, I will admit that we have gray areas, mm -hmm. and that these gray areas, I think, government is doing its best to, as it were, woo the the private sector okay. to come in. For example, as we speak now, I was just talking to uh, a friend who runs an abattoir. Mm -hmm. Okay, um, and another person who is also running um, a coastal. You have people come to buy, say, fish from mm -hmm. a coastal in Tema. Mm -hmm. And transport this fish all the way from the coastal in Tema to say Mankasim, right, or to Takradi or Cape Coast or what have you. Mm -hmm. And I realized that the majority of them do not transport these frozen fish under any con uh, what do you call it control temperature. Okay. And so by the time the fish gets to Mankasim or the fish gets to Cape Coast, it is stored, and it has to be refrozen. Now, this freezing and thawing and refreezing and all that will affect the quality of the fish right. because the cold chain management has broken down. Has been compromised. Okay. So, there's a gray area here. Mm -hmm. Can someone take up this responsibility? Mm -hmm. Come in with vans, okay? That are cold vans. Right. Take, for example, fan milk will not transport ice cream from the up plant here to mm -hmm. any of the uh, key, key distributors, okay? Without ensuring that they are transported under this uh, cold van, with a, with a, with in a cold van. Okay. But we, we don't get the same thing yeah. when it comes to other food items because it is virtually 
left in the hands of the uh, the private sector. Right. Okay, individuals to do that. Even currently as we speak? Even currently as we speak, yes. There are gray areas. There are gray areas. In the management of some of the uh, components of, of, the, the, of the food food safety management chain. Yes. Right. And uh, that, 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 that will we'll have to uh, ensure that uh, that is done. Okay. The FDA will only raise the concern right. because eventually, for example, if you take uh, the issue of these code vans. Mm -hmm. The FDA doesn't have that responsibility or doesn't have that capacity but to is. provide provide code vans. Right. We can provide code vans to cold storage facilities. Mm -hmm. What we can tell them is to make sure and then bring in regulatory uh, framework. Right. That will ensure that you cannot transfer from point A to point B okay. without a code van. Right. Kofi, for the benefit of my listeners, let's 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 emphasize or underscore and get you to re, uh, uh, you know, emphasize this point. What you're saying is that for products that need to be maintained at a certain temperature, right, um, where they are not, and therefore there's some degree of thawing that takes place, right, and then they get to final destination, then they refreeze and so on and so forth. That in itself introduces the potential for the food uh, safety standards to be compromised. Sure. Right. It's true, yeah. Okay. And I know that even at home, when you heat and reheat food under certain conditions, you are also compromising the safety of the food. Okay. Yeah, let, let's understand that. No food is sterile. Right. No food is sterile. And that is why when you keep food in the fridge, it can even get moldy right. in the fridge. All right? So, um, assuming that you have fish that is stored, mm -hmm. once the fish stores, the microorganisms in the gut... Mm -hmm. or the fish will start acting on the fish and in the process um, the, the fish will start deteriorating okay okay um, if these microorganisms happen to be toxin forming uh, formers okay they introduce the toxins in the food and remember some of these toxins can be thermostable right so irrespective of the temperature that you cook the fish or you cook the food they survive they will survive and multiply. Okay. And so once the toxins are formed in the fish, you refreeze it and then prepare it later on. The toxins are there. And then you eat the fish and you run, you, you, you fall ill. Right. And that is why cold chain management is a key element when it comes to food safety management. Right. Once the food requires uh, a certain temperature range mm -hmm. to, for, for it to be transported, to be held, you do not have to compromise that. Okay. Right, folks, if you just joined us, 29 minutes past the hour of 2, the program is Ultimate Health, your ultimate guide to healthy living. Listen every Sunday, 2.05 with me, Norte by Nature. I'm in the company of uh, Kofi Essel. He's the director uh, at the FDA for Industrial Support Services Directorate. Am I right? Sure. Yep. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. You got it. Okay. Right. And we're looking at food safety as part of our festive uh, season series. Food safety, what's your role, what's the role of the regulators, and so on and so forth. What should you be looking out for? Definitely, if I have goods and products during this, in quotes, cocoa season, uh, uh, I'll dump them on the market. And uh, maybe the unsuspecting, untrained, uninformed uh, consumer will purchase and consume these things. That's why we're having this discussion, so that we all get a sense of understanding and empowerment when it comes to the role we play individually and collectively in the food safety management uh, ecosystem let me call it that yeah? key things that Kofi has said um, no food is sterile so whatever we call food or food products uh, is active in some way yeah. Uh, yeah 
there are some uh, organisms, there are things at play, right? Active, okay? And we need to know how the food was prepared, uh, grown, processed, transported, and indeed even packaged, right? Before it got to us. That's what we're discussing. And there's so many telltale things that we can uh, uh, share with you that you could look out for to protect your uh, health during this season. If you have any questions, concerns, share with us. WhatsApp is 055-1111-997. Our phone line is 030-221-6541. Apologies once again for the late start. I had a little bit of a, uh, should I say, um, hiccup uh, with my own transportation. It wasn't about the temperature. Uh, but uh, we're on now. Facebook is active. I'm told there's a little hiccup also with our YouTube, so do bear with us. But shortly, I will activate the phone lines. I've announced them already. 030-221-6541. Ultimate Health on Joy 99.7 FM. Oye Inafienya. Great, great, great to be in your home as always. Right. So if you have any questions, concerns, experiences, share with us. The FDA is in the studio in the person of Kofi SL. Right. If you have any questions about their role or even how to complain, should you pick up some of the things that we're going to be pointing out to you? Um, he'll be sharing that with us. So, Kofi, um, let's come to your domain where you are in charge, your jurisdiction. Right. So some of these things are outlier processes that we talked about. They may be upstream, some may be downstream. But specifically and emphatically, when it comes to the FDA, which areas are you in control of and are you able to give us some uh, tips and education and information on? Well, we, when it comes to the area of food, uh, we uh, concentrate much more on the manufacturing and the processing okay. of food um, and where we find the need to collaborate with other agencies, mm -hmm. we do the same. Right. We are also looking at the area of food service, mm -hmm. okay, working very closely with the Ministry of Local Government uh, to ensure the safety of street foods. Wow. Okay, yeah. FDA? Yes. Okay. And so we did a pilot work with uh, Shaosu, no, no, Osu area, Osu, mm -hmm. uh, Osu, Osu area, I don't right. know. The digital assembly, the mm. name of the area. Okay. Uh, where you will see... Kole Klote. good. Right. And you will see stickers that are put on vending points, food vendors. Right. Have these stickers, meaning that they have been, gone through some training. You're talking about individual food sellers. Food sellers, yes. So like things like Wache, King Kinky. Wache, Kinky sellers so and all that. You did a research or a study with them. We, 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 did, we did a training with them. Training, okay. Training for them. Basically hygiene, mm -hmm. okay, making them understand the principles of food safety, sanitation issues, okay. hygiene practices. Because majority of Ghanaians eat FM. one meal or more outside. outside our homes. And therefore, food vendings or street foods have become very much part of our source of nutrients mm -hmm. or nutrition and, and uh, what have you. And therefore, if we fail to ensure the safety of street foods, right. we'll run into trouble. So is it a process where you are building their capacity and We're building their in capacity. some way, uh, should I say, giving them the, the thumbs up or some form of certification or recognition? We, we, we're giving them training, uh, educating the public to also look out for such stickers or licenses, so to speak, so that these are the people you can patronize food for. In other words, we're trying to tell you that uh -huh. 
if you want to buy safe food, right? These are the people that you go to. Okay. For instance, if you take the prepackaged foods, mm -hmm. it is the FDA registration number they are looking for. Mm -hmm. What if you are not buying prepackaged food right. and you are buying? So uh, where would I see this sticker? For example, with uh, a well-known wache joint in Kolikloti. No, you. It, it is usually put on the uh, vending table or whatever you. All right. Whatever the. So we should look out for look at an for SDA sticker. Stickers, yes. Does it have any? It will have a registration. It will have a registration number on right. it. Right. Okay, and, and you can actually verify. Right. From the FDA, whether these. So you uh, can numbers. ask your local neighborhood watches seller. Uh, Whether he has FB, FDA license or otherwise. Are they running foul of the law if they don't have this? Because you mentioned a specific area where you've done the training and enhanced their capacity. You know, Does it apply across board? When you're when you're introducing a new system, mm. it is quite challenging. Mm. It's a social program that you want to, a public health program you want Joy. to introduce. But these businesses have been have been there for so long a time, mm -hmm. and we have seen some lapses in the regulation of their activities. Right. And therefore, you are very careful how you go about it. You need to get their buy-in, and once they accept the concept and they understand that we are doing this for you, it is for your own good. It is for your business to grow. Okay. Because once the public gets to know that you have been trained, you are food safety conscious, and therefore you can assure the safety of the food that the consumer is going to buy from you. Right. Then people will patronize your uh, uh, products. Uh, if you take, for example, uh, freelance caterers, mm -hmm. and then especially during this Christmas period, right. we, 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 we advise agencies who want to organize and of year parties and things like that. Don't just go out there and then request for the services of somebody that you know who knows how to cook. Right. Very good food. Right. Food safety is not about the taste. Food safety is about the absence of but Kofi, hazards. Are you, are you suggesting that some of these uh, services and service providers should have some kind of recognition from the FDA? Precisely that's what I'm talking about. And so freelance caterers are also coming to the FDA. And the banks are doing this very well. They are ensuring protecting their their, 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 their staff. So you cannot you cannot go to any bank today, and then ask to provide them with lunch without Joy, first they asking you whether you have the FDA uh, food safety license. Interesting. Yeah. All right. If you just joined us, thirty-seven minutes past the hour of two on Joy ninety-nine point seven FM. We're starting off. We've kicked off our festive season series today. We're looking at food safety with uh, Kofi Sl of the Food and Drugs Authority. Uh, he's the director for industrial support services, and I think is it food standards as well. There's, no. something, there's something attached to it. No. Oh, it's just directed. Directed, yes. it? yeah. Okay, support. Good afternoon, Naughty. How are you and director? I thank you for the topic for the day, food safety. Please, my question is that why reheating of potatoes can be harmful to eat? Second, please, uh, the time that you lost for us, uh, <laughs> we waiting, please. Added Marco from Hayford in Bato. All right, Hayford. Unfortunately, I, I typically, uh, typically, I'm able to uh, haggle with Abeku for a little uh, extra time. Today, there's sports. There's football afterwards. But um, uh, based on our relationship with our, uh, you know, uh, resource persons, we are able to bring them back. So we'll definitely uh, continue this. Right. So Hayford is asking, like for example, reheating of potatoes. Right. Uh, I've had it. Uh, didn't eat all of it. Put it away and I reheat it. And he's 
picking up from the point where we said this changes in temperature and all that could introduce or uh, compromise uh, the food safety? Well, any, any, any food, any leftover food, which is poorly handled, mm -hmm. presents uh, some food safety risk. Okay. Okay, not only potatoes. Mm -hmm. All right? So the best thing to do is that if you have any leftover food, please keep it refrigerated. Mm -hmm. And then bring it to the boil. Let it be, bring it to the boil. It should be piping hot right. before you, you eat it again. All right. Okay? So any food at all can be dangerous if not properly reheated before eating. Okay. Okay? So when you have any excess food, please make sure you keep it frozen. Mm. There is a practice, and I don't know where they, they got this from. Most ladies will cook jollof rice, for example, rice, mm -hmm. jollof in particular, and that if you keep, you, you can keep it at an ambient temperature in the kitchen, mm. and there's nothing wrong, nothing will go wrong with it. Mm. No, everything will Joy go wrong with any food that is kept under ambient temperature. Right, room Remember, temperature. Room temperature. Right. Remember, we have something we call the danger zone. Right. Any food that is kept within the danger zone. And mm -hmm. the danger zone is any temperature between plus 5 and plus 65. So wow. when you keep any food within this temperature range, and plus 5 is outside the fridge, mm -hmm. and plus 60, uh, above 65 is uh, something that is on, on fire. Right. All right? So room temperature is, between, is within this temperature uh, okay. range, plus 5 and then plus 60, 65. And so once you keep the food under this condition, mm -hmm. under, under this temperature, remember I said no food is sterile. Right. And then the environment itself has all these microorganisms and So what you're doing is reducing the chances, the potential yes. for anything damaging to take place. Yeah. So you either keep it refrigerated or you keep it on fire. Right. That is why we say that if you go for a, a party, for example, mm. and salad which is not cooked, it's supposed is is served. Mm -hmm. That salad should be served on ice. Whoa. And if you are going to eat white or anything that is cooked, they should have some level of heating right. under this food. And so this Christmas, I'm happy we are we started discussing right. this. And there'll be a lot of parties going on and all that. People go for parties during this time and they come home with food poisoning. Right. And it's all because they don't pay attention to these things. Okay. And then caterers themselves also fail to observe these mm. food safety practices. All right. And that is why we've taken on caterers and giving them training and sensitizing them, especially the freelance caterers. Okay, great stuff. 41 minutes past year of two on Joy 99.7. We're discussing food safety with the Food and Drugs Authority, uh, represented here by Kofi SL. If you have any questions, concerns, experiences, uh, testimonies, especially when it comes to uh, uh, food that didn't quite go down well, huh? uh, we need to talk about that. We'll do a separate program to look at the clinical presentation of food poisoning. What really is food poisoning? A lot of you put uh, a lot of uh, malicious tags to that as if somebody intentionally set out to poison somebody. But uh, if you look at the processes we are talking about and the food safety management chain, you start to understand that it's pretty easy. So you are, we may have a poisoned food. Right. That is deliberate addition of uh, something Toxins, to kill. Yeah. But food poisoning is, a, is, is an intrinsic process, right. something that 
is within built up within the food. Right. Okay, that can lead to an illness. Right. All the right? same way in the hospitals we have infection. Infection, control, yeah. Right. Yeah. We want to make sure that the environment, environment. in the hospital. Yeah. 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 So But when somebody intentionally injects you with a virus right. to kill you. Okay. <laughs> that, that, that is so a, we're not talking about malicious no. uh, intentional food, but we're talking about the, the actual, you know, mm. processes that mm. may poison mm. your food or yeah. make them toxic, mm. right? To you. If you have any questions, concerns, uh Phone line is 0302-216541. Uh, WhatsApp is 055-111997. Good afternoon, Nortedua. My name is Winifred or Winfred. I have been trying to get in touch with you for some time, for some discussions. Please, can you send me a contact number I can reach you on? Please, it's very urgent. Joe, all right. Uh, well, I can see your number up there. I'll try and make uh, contact with you and find out what's burning. All right. Thanks for sharing. If you want to share something, ask a question, this is the time to do it. Um... What's up? 055-1111-997. And the phone line is active. 030-221-6541. Ultimate Health on Joy 99.7 FM. Right. Joy so we're understanding some of these FM. things. And it's, it's, it's intriguing and fascinating because um, when we say we want to do the proper education, partnership, and building of capacity. For many of my listeners, it means nobody will be sanctioned or cautioned or fined when they have failed to adhere to what you announced to us is policy and practice, right? It means, well, we, we are trying to get you on board, right? So to my listeners and sometimes even to myself, it looks like, you know, um, kids' gloves, okay? No. Somebody <laughs> is sitting in Osu, Kole Klote, has been helped to build capacity, right? Somebody can be in the same constituency and refuses, but because FDA is uh, building capacity, uh, grandfather's rule, and this that they've been there for a long time. That's where can you can you uh, convince us of that? Let me just take this call and then you come back with that. Hello, good afternoon. Yeah, good afternoon. Yes, good afternoon. Who's speaking? Yeah, no, this is uh, Nana Kwesi. Nana Kwesi, where are you calling from? I'm calling from Nungwa. Nungwa, okay, share, yeah. share with us, Nana Kwesi. Quick one, I just want to find out, if food is hot, for how long do you have to wait for it to be cold before you put it in a freezer? Yeah, okay. that's all what I want. Right, to he's saying if you have hot food, right, uh, you've yeah, done yeah. what you want to do with what you want to eat, uh, how long should you wait and how cool should it be before you put it in the freezer or in the fridge? Oh, okay. Um, you may not have, uh, what do you call it, a thermometer. Hello? So yes, hello. Speak. Oh, there's another hello. caller. Let okay. me just quickly take this other caller. Hello, good afternoon. Good afternoon, sir. Yes, who am I speaking uh, to? Again, James from Awodo All right. Uh, Mr. Esther, I know, but I have a problem. Please, I beg, talk to Mr. here for me. If you get to settle now, that kind of alcohol that is popping up, eh? Without no FDB, FDA is 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 very worrisome. Circle, you said the kind of alcohol. Yes, popping up around circle there. Without no FDA, is very very worrisome. Right. So this is alcoholic products for sale. Yes. Yeah. Okay. I've been shopping before with one kind of something like that before. Okay. Right. Thanks for sharing. Right. His concern is about alcoholic products that don't have any FDA uh, stamp or number or uh, recognition on them. And he says they, they, there's this particular concern around Circle. He says he's been to your office before. 
about this kind of thing. Yeah. Oh. So the first one was about food the, temperature and putting in the refrigerator. Yes. Usually, um, when the food is uh, um, cooked, right. okay, um, it is advised that you don't put it bulk into a refrigerator. Mm -hmm. Okay? If you have to portion it out so that it cools very quickly. When you portion it out, you increase the surface area. Okay. So it cools them very quickly. All right. And that is when you can uh, put it in the fridge. Remember okay. I said, if it hits around, um, it shouldn't stay in the danger zone for more than an hour. Okay. All right? And so if you can cool it to about 40 degrees, that's okay. You can put it in the fridge. Right. Okay, but the, would you be able to tell whether it is 40 degrees or not? Right. And so once you so portion you don't it want out, it to be at room temperature, for exposed, more than, exposed to, I mean, keep to it in the room temperatures temperature and other things. For, for, more, for more than an hour. Right. All right. And then one hour is too long a time for portion food to cool. Right. So most most often, when you portion out the food, so break within, it down 30, into within 30, portions. 30 minutes, it should, it should come, the temperature should come down okay. and then you can put it in the fridge. Right. Okay. Okay. Um, with the with the alcoholic, uh, alcoholic beverages, and uh, ni, we will have to speak specifically about this probably at another time in the okay. course of the Christmas uh, period. Right. Yeah, we understand that around this time there were a lot of purchases and all that. And then remember, this is a time smugglers and then unscrupulous business persons will want to take advantage of the uh, unsuspecting Ghanaian consumer, right? And then they sell these things too. Okay, mm -hmm. I have had situation with investigation situations where high-ended products right. were faked. And I'm talking about the spirits, uh, the, 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 the black labels and then the red, red labels and right. all that. You know, Johnny Walkers, mm -hmm. you know, McDan Jack Daniels and mm -hmm. what have you. And these were being faked. Okay? Faked uh, locally or... Well, it, you know, faked somewhere, faked somewhere. In yeah. And it was being sold in the bar. Okay. But fortunately, this person realized that anytime he took that particular product in mm. the bar, you know, mm. a tot or so, mm. he had this sensation and he knows the product very well. Right. All right. So we went in, did investigation, and then we, there are security features about those products too. Okay. All right. So uh, the FDA knows those security, and we right. have those security features. So what should we look out for? So, be very careful where you buy these things. Okay. Certainly, the FDA will not be able to follow you wherever you go to. Mm -hmm. But if you go to a place, and usually for such products, and this is a, a, economics, mm -hmm. nobody selling any fake product will sell it at the same market price okay. as the original product. Right. All fake products usually will sell cheaper than the original one. They ones. undercut. They undercut. Right. And so, be very careful when the price of the product is very so low. So, the price is a telltale indicator. Is there anything that should be on the, the, the packaging? The packaging, the packaging is themselves, but you may not be very good telling from the packaging. Mm. Okay, um, I remember we had extensive training for our staff who were doing post market, uh, market surveillance, um, and over time, oh boy, people stopped that particular activity. Mm. There's this particular snap, JH. Henke's right. snaps. Right. You know, it's been an old snaps. Yeah. Jack Bulls from Holland for so long a time. You know. We started faking it. And virtually everywhere you went to, to the extent I it got to a time I was even joking with it, that we've been pouring fake libation to the gods. To the gods. So the gods are angry with us. Wow. Yeah. And we have been contracting marriages with fake 
And that is why we're having a lot of divorces and all that. So it would take a trained <laughs> official of it. take a trained official to detect it. Even if as, I'm suspicious. If you're okay, suspicious. What should I do? No, bring it to the attention of the FDA. Don't hesitate to let the FDA know that this is what is going on. Is there on. a number I should call? Is there a web page? Oh, certainly um, we, we, we have numbers that I'll let you have those numbers okay. uh, before we end the program. Okay. So that right. you can... We're we can, about wrapping up because the sports yeah. guys will be breathing down my neck. Good afternoon, Norte. Please, is eating... Hey, this leftover business. Uh, <laughs> leftover fufu good. If no, how could one preserve fufu? Remember, I have no fridge. Igwe from Ahafo. Kukum. <laughs> How do I know you have no fridge? But okay, right. Traditional, so, traditionally, we have the Kubos, they have something to call Fufu Kusa, right? Fufu Kusa. Is that, yeah. Right. Where, where you have this leftover Fufu, mm -hmm. and then in the, the following day, you put it in the pot with soup, mm -hmm. and then you boil it over and all that. Um, there may be traditional practices. Joy, and, um, you know, some foods in themselves. You know, uh, ferment. Right. And in the course of fermentation, certain acids or the pH of the food drops. Mm -hmm. All right. And becomes acidic. And therefore, some microorganisms are unable to attack mm -hmm. such foods. Right. All right. And so they may be safe. But it's not the same with all foods. Right. If you take rice, for example, uh, any the best thing to, for you to do is that keep it refrigerated. If you don't have the fridge, then prepare a portion that you can only eat at a time. Right. And then for this, I mean, for the benefit of your health, mm. please don't joke with some of these things. Okay. And then leave food uh, at room temperature and think that it will be safe for, for, for you to eat. Okay. All right. Right. Somebody else wants my number and says it is urgent. Kofi, you need to put me under refrigeration. Uh, there's a lot of active ambient stuff going on, but I'll see what, what it's about. Uh, Mr. Alfred Nortedua, this must be somebody DC, eh? Ah, Douglas from DC. Uh, what is the main cause of food going bad still even in the, refrig in the, in the fridge? And I like taking hot food. Uh, taking hot food, normal temperature, I was told it's not good. I can't eat cold or cool food too. At temperature, it's good. So what temperature is good for our intake? Douglas from D.C. We usually say that cooked food should be eaten hot. Uncooked food should be eaten cold. Okay. All right. When we say uncooked food should be eaten cold, vegetable for example, salads. vegetable salad, for example, right. mm -hmm. keep it on, uh, on, on ice, right. All right? On the, in the fridge. Mm -hmm. Because remember, I said the microorganisms are there. Mm -hmm. It is the temperature that will make them active and then for, for them to proliferate. Okay. And therefore, if you put them in a condition where they cannot grow, mm. all right? And you even eat, you have digestive juices in your stomach that will deal with them. Right. But because their numbers would not be so high, okay. all right? But if you leave them to increase and then they produce these toxins and all that, mm. that is where you, you end up having the food poisoning. It is always good, like he mentioned that he, he likes eating hot food. I would advise him to continue eating hot food. Okay. It's not so hot. To bend your tongue, right? All right, but it should be hot, piping hot, right? So that you can eat, and because at those temperatures, like I mentioned, microorganisms cannot survive, right? Okay, but you cannot say buy watcher in the morning, on your way to the office mm -hmm. at a particular joint, and you say that this watcher is so good, you don't have a fridge in the office. Mm -hmm. There's no microwave in your office. You keep the watcher under ambient temperature 
from morning till about lunchtime. Right. And then you go to eat such watching. Okay. I tell you, you will fall ill. Right. Okay. No matter how good it tastes, uh, be mindful of the uh, food safety. And so don't allow your taste buds processes. to deceive you. Kofi, we didn't get to talk about some of the packaged uh, goods. We'll look at uh, whether we can continue sure. next week. But very quickly, um, expired goods and uh, expiry dates. Uh, we could do that. We've got about six or seven minutes. When we say expiry date, and we say also best before dates. Huh? Tell us what it means and um, what we should be looking out for. All right. I don't want to bother our listeners mm -hmm. or our viewers mm. uh, with technicalities. Okay. Right? But these are dates of minimum durability. Minimum. Minimum durability. Okay. Of a product. Right. Okay. Beyond which the manufacturer is saying that I cannot guarantee. I can't vouch for it. I can't vouch for the safety so or the quality of the product. don't go there. So don't use it. All right. So, so to speak. All right. What it means technically is that you can have a product beyond that date, mm. okay, and it may still be safe. Okay. But remember also that Joy. it is also subject to handling. Right. Okay. So if I have a product in my house, mm -hmm. okay, and then the expiry date is today, mm -hmm. what will definitely happen to the product that if I use it tomorrow, mm -hmm. I will die? All right. Nothing may happen. Okay. But even the product that I have that is expiring today, mm -hmm. if I do not know how it was handled right. in trade until I got it, okay. by the time I'm even getting it, three, four months is expiring, it is not maybe the same product that the manufacturer would have wished I had. So the system so and the processes... The, processing of, uh, the processes of handling the product in itself mm -hmm. will impact on the safety of the product, the quality of the product. Mm -hmm. And so it is always advisable to use the product within the period that has been assigned to rate by the manufacturer. Right. And moreover, because it is a legal requirement, mm -hmm. that is why the FDA or other agency will ensure that retailers do not display the product beyond these dates. Okay. All right. I admit, you go to certain jurisdictions, certain places, expired products are given out as food rations and all that. Mm. That is them. They, because they have systems that will ensure that all these temperature conditions that we are talking about are maintained. The warehouses... But for us, it is... It, it is not. It, Virtually everything is sold on the okay, sun. I'm looking for you to emphatically say it is a crime. Is it? It is. It is a crime. It is a crime. It is to illegal. It is illegal. And to, uh, display for sale... A product that has gone past its best before date. Right. And if it hasn't been sold yet and you find it in my storeroom or in storage waiting to enter the, the, the supply chain, I'm still committing a crime. Yes, oh? you, 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 you have not put it in. I will advise you at that point. Mm -hmm. Arrange for it safe disposal. Okay. All right? right? I will ask you to arrange Because once you've put it out there, granted you were supplying, mm. you've not finished selling and you have recalled them back into mm. the warehouse. It's in a warehouse. But it should not be mixed with fresh ones that are okay. supposed to go. If they are together with fresh ones that are supposed to go, then the likelihood that these expired ones will be sent back to the market okay. is high. Right. That's why they should be separated and then uh, you know, what be is the process? prepared for... Are they destroyed? Yes, we, we, we supervise... Disposed the, of? The, we the supervise the destruction. Supervised by the FDA. By the FDA. So we, together with the... Uh, Operators at the landfill site. Mm. And so you, the owner, will have to arrange for the vehicle. We take inventory of it. Mm. 
we arrange for a vehicle to transport it to the landfill site, mm -hmm. and then it is disposed at the, off at the landfill site. Okay. All right, so you have all these uh, tractors so the running after them. So the has to supervise. We the have to supervise the destruction of expired goods, food products, or goods. Yes. Okay, and you do that. We do that all the time. All right. We do if that all I the time. If I find that I have unconsciously, unknowingly, ignorantly purchased a product that has expired, what am I required to do? Very quickly, Kofi. Okay. As a good citizen, I will first and foremost advise you to bring it to the attention of the. Um, the retailer, that this is what I have. Tell whoever is selling it. Yes, right. This is what I bought from you. Okay. Probably so you may have some more mm -hmm. that other innocent persons will buy. Mm -hmm. Take them off your shelf. Right. All right. I have the right to do that. You have the right to do that. Okay. And I expect the retailer mm -hmm. to replace it. All right. All right. Situations arise where the retailer becomes very adamant and they're very argumentative. At times, they always want to be very controversial. All right. All right. Nothing stops you from reporting this, not only to the Food and Rights Authority, even to the police, hmm. that this is what you have found in this particular shop. Okay. They are selling a spy product. Okay. And there are some people who have made it their profession hmm. that they go to this big importers mm -hmm. and when the products are very close to expiry buy it off them right they and negotiate I, a good deal yes and i've always served this uh is it judicial notice mm. to them mm -hmm. because the fda has its eyes on the ground okay uh there's a place around behind Accra breweries towards the railway mm -hmm. railways they call the place don't come don't come in abuja okay mm -hmm. and that is what they do right and you go there and they are they, they are fond of you know Tampering with date markings on products, and especially with digital dates. Mm. All right, you know, I, I, I led a team some time back uh, where we we caught these guys. What they can do is that even 